the National Archives podcast series. This talk is about linked data in the context of the archive sector. It is presented by Jean-Luc Cochard and was recorded on the 8th of May 2018 at the National Archives at Kew. Thank you very much. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. I'm very pleased to be here and uh, with this uh, large audience to, to speak uh, a little bit about uh, linked data. And I will try to answer uh, this question here. Um, if linked data is an appropriate technology for uh, implementing an archives catalog. Uh, we conducted some study in this uh, direction and I will share with you some of the results of, uh, of these studies. Um, here's the outline uh, of my presentation. First of all, I will uh, introduce a little bit of uh, the activity we have at the Swiss Federal Archive. We, are, uh, we have a different scope as uh, the National Archive here, so I will, uh, I will uh, address this uh, very shortly. Um, a little bit of the context, why we looked at uh, linked data, what was uh, a driver for that, and uh, then I will introduce uh, the work we did with uh, some of our archives in Switzerland uh, with, uh, by testing uh, linked data with a project, a prototype called Archival Linked Open Data. And then I will uh, enter into the result of this uh, study we conducted uh, very briefly. Uh, I cannot go into uh, too much detail, but I I can, I hope, bring you some uh, major uh, aspect and I will uh, close this uh, talk with the next step we have in front of us uh, regarding uh, the use of, uh, uh, of linked data um, as uh, an archives catalog. Um, so, uh, Swiss Federal Archive is a central institution um, which is working at the federal level and uh, we are in charge of archiving document and data from the uh, government, uh, from the uh, federal uh, administration only. So we are located in Bern and uh, our task is uh, to uh, archive what is produced by the federal administration only. Uh, we, are, um, we have a system and an infrastructure based on the well-known OIS uh, uh, model uh, that we enhanced um, mainly on, on this part here. Uh, uh, for the consumer part, we don't only deliver uh, DIP, but we uh, try also to uh, provide um, a web interface for delivering document and, and uh, um, and previews of document, like any um, document web uh, web pages, and not only uh, DIP uh, uh, form, uh, which is what the providers would like to receive back in their system, but um, not uh, um, all users. Um, okay, so that was a very. Uh, um, short introduction about the Swiss Federal Archive. Um, why did we look at uh, linked data? 
one point was that uh, among some of the reading I, I made a few years ago, I came to this uh, report of the Stanford Link Data Workshop in 2011. Uh, where people met uh, in Stanford, uh, that was people from the library sector, and decided to uh, think of a new way to organize their catalogs. And they came to the idea that uh, linked data was an interesting uh, technology to work with. And it was a very successful uh, um, activity or, or project that uh, went through in many, many uh, different uh, developments. And uh, when I read this, I, I thought uh, that it could be something we had to look at also uh, at the archive level, especially in Switzerland. And um, that was one of the initial uh, starting point. Another one was that uh, in 2014, we initiate in Switzerland an open government data uh, initiative. And um, in 2015, we were uh, requested by the federal um, uh, department to take care of uh, putting in place this uh, strategy um, as one of our additional activities for the Swiss Federal Archive. And we implemented a platform uh, which is called opendata.swiss. Uh, and uh, as you know, uh, in this, uh, maybe in this field of open government data, there is this well-known uh, um, scale uh, um, that has been defined by Tim Berners-Lee, who said that the quality of the data goes from one star to five stars and uh, four and five stars data uh, to, for reusable uh, are based on, on, um, on linked data. So these two aspects uh, um, made us very strongly looking at this uh, linked data uh, technology uh, for our, uh, our field. Um, so based on this uh, topic, what we did in um, 2014, we um, informally met with other archives in Switzerland to uh, start uh, an informal project. So it's really something like people uh, sitting uh, at the table and say, okay, now we have to, to find and, and make something in this, direc in this direction with a very, very limited foundings and uh, in order to test what we could do with, uh, with linked data. We built this small uh, web page, uh, Mostly it's in French, what is, uh, can be found uh, there. Uh, but it's a common project of uh, different archives. Uh, in Switzerland, we have um, archives everywhere. So we have uh, 26 uh, cantonal uh, institutions. So it means we have 26 archives and we have 26 systems, not hopefully not all different, but uh, which are mostly uh, silos, database silos in uh, each of these institutions. And um, we have additionally uh, the Federal Archive uh, there, which is uh, located in Bern. And uh, what we did here as the first uh, work together uh, was, okay, we uh, try to uh, 
transform a little bit uh, a part of our content uh, in our archives uh, system into linked data and merge that uh, together. So it's what we did. We had a, a company who helped us and implemented an RDF triple store locally and we uh, simply convert data out of these uh, different uh, out of these different databases in this uh, catalog um, uh, central catalog. Uh, this was the first part of the of the work. Uh, so it means that we finally came to a very basic uh, uh, web pages, uh, which are triples. Uh, but we have, this, we have the same content as uh, what we have in our, uh, uh, our web pages, normal web page for uh, presenting the content of our catalogs. Uh, so it's the same entry, so the title here uh, could be fine somewhere here, the same title, and all this information is a replication of uh, what we have in our uh, standard catalog system. For sure, the web pages or the, the way it is presented is uh, less uh, complex and less structured as it is in the normal uh, uh, user in environment system. But uh, one of the major interests here is that we uh, get additionally a way to, uh, to, to query the, this data. So we have data from us, we have data from other institutions in the same triple store. So uh, it was something that we could, uh, we could query with, with Sparkle uh, as an additional uh, feature. Uh, because in our normal systems, we have web pages who present the results, but there is no way to go into the data and to make queries uh, out, of this, uh, out of this system. So that was one of the first outcome of, uh, of this uh, conversion and collection, uh, central collection. And based on this Sparkle endpoint, uh, what we were able also to uh, investigate uh, was to uh, test new uh, user interfaces. And um, that was a development of a university, a team in university, who say that they have an idea of how to present the same kind of data we have in our collections uh, in a very uh, innovative way. So what you, probably you can't read that, but here is a, a description of the tree structure. It's, uh, uh, it comes from the uh, cantonal uh, archive of uh, Basel. It's the archive of uh, family and uh, um, a form uh, um, is of a certain period and then it's related to a certain person as a series, etc. until uh, we deliver here an item which is a document uh, related to this, uh, to this institution or to this uh, dossier um, in, in the system, to, to these files. And um, here, it's this uh, web interface is purely relying on access through Sparkle to the triple store content. 
So uh, it's just a way to present things, but it's available uh, for everybody who wants to make some innovative uh, test or to propose a new way to, uh, to uh, describe and to present uh, the kind of data we have. Um, one interesting feature that was implemented here also is uh, uh, an histogram. Um, we cannot very well read the date, but it's um, here is 1780, uh, and here it should be uh, 2000 or so. And um, here we see mostly where the documents are located in this uh, time period. And uh, you can also play with, uh, with, some, um, uh, with some range here uh, to uh, restrict the, uh, the period of time you are interested in. So it's, uh, it's a way, it's not perfect, it's uh, for sure uh, just a, a prototype version, but it's, it was interesting also to present that uh, to other people uh, in Switzerland uh, and, and uh, get some feedback on how to, um, to, um, uh, to present on web pages the content we, we have and we are working with. Um, so that point about this ALOD uh, initiative, ALOD, ALOD uh, project. At the moment we have very few uh, entries, so we have only 16,000 uh, entries in the system. We are working on a more uh, global uh, amount of, uh, of uh, triples in the system, but for the test uh, period uh, of his work, uh, of his activities, was, uh, it was enough to, to, to test that. One interesting point also by testing that is that we took uh, data from different institutions, and different institutions means also that they have different uh, um, data structure. So we had to combine all these different data structure within the same, uh, same environment here with the same uh, general structure. And that was something interesting to check also with linked data that we can easily combine different, uh, different kind of, um, of uh, um, uh, structure together. So uh, that's something we started in 2014 and that we're still continuing by uh, adding some new feature or testing some new possibility. Uh, right now we are thinking of testing some crowdsourcing uh, capability by uh, selecting one item and adding some new features like tags or reference to person or, or locations. And that's something we would like to investigate uh, this year uh, uh, on, on this, on this um, uh, prototype environment. Uh, currently, we are in a situation where we need to uh, change our uh, archival information system. Um, we are uh, forced to uh, select a new solution. Uh, or to make a call for tenders at least, and maybe it's the same one we will win, but uh, we, we have to make this call of tender uh, in the next year because the current contract uh, will uh, end at the end of 2021. Uh, so um, based on that and based on the experience we had with linked data, 
uh, we thought, okay, maybe it could be the right time now to uh, promote or to force uh, the different suppliers to use this technology or at least to motivate them using this technology. Uh, and uh, that's the point where we are uh, at the moment and that's why we decided to run some, some studies about, about linked data. Um, different question we have is which function do we really need for such a system? Uh, I'll show later in the slide uh, that we have to combine this within a global, uh, more global environment. So uh, we have to think again on, on the function of this archival information system um, uh, needs to implement. We have to think about which technology Linked data is one, but maybe it could be a normal relational database system uh, at the core of the system. We cannot uh, uh, force a supplier to rely on linked data, but at least if we think it's a good technology, we can uh, try to make a competitive advantage if someone uh, selects linked data as a technology. Um, and uh, finally, what is most important, uh, we have to combine or to integrate this new archival information system within our, within our general um, environment. The new uh, archival information system will be here. On the left, we have the suppliers of uh, data. The, it's German, German slide. <laughs> with uh, uh, the administration units who have their uh, data management system who uh, is used to supply data on a direct um, um, digital archiving system, a digital repository, and uh, the catalog is here. And then we have what we are building now. So these, these and that are three projects we are running now to uh, make another a new version of, uh, of a presentation web page. Here is a tool that is used for a supplying structure, data structure uh, um, at, at, the, at the archive. And here is a project where we do some digitalization of uh, uh, analog uh, archives. Uh, so we have quite uh, some um, Working, um, uh, working project at the moment and uh, at the end of this process we will end with a new version of this archival information system in the middle of, uh, of, of this. And so that's a um, that's context we, we, are, we are working with. We now know quite well what, uh, how it will look like, what will be the interfaces between this new system and the different uh, existing and new uh, systems we are building. Uh, and uh, we are able to, uh, to define quite well uh, the specification of this solution. The only point that was open uh, in the last month is should we uh, force or motivate uh, suppliers to use linked data or should we let it open and very likely come with a solution which is based on relational, uh, normal relational database? 
And um, that's why we conducted um, two um, studies. One uh, where we tried to uh, analyze if linked data uh, was mature enough as a technology for the kind of work we have to, uh, uh, to, to do um, on a daily business with our catalog. And the second one was uh, related on uh, more business-related aspect. Is this technology suitable for implementing the kind of process we have for, uh, for helping us uh, in the easiest way on, 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 on working, um, on doing our work? So for the uh, technology maturity, um, we um, uh, we, um, how do we say, we inform um, uh, technologies, uh, not our technology supplier, but our um, uh, research institution um, on the kind of system we have now. So we have a five million records uh, uh, database um, with uh, different uh, entities like divisions, fonts, subfonts, series, files, uh, subfiles, and items. Uh, out of these five millions, four millions are public. Um, each item or each record has approximately uh, in average 10, uh, 10 uh, attributes, up to 30, depending on the kind of, um, of uh, entries or record. Uh, one point is that uh, we have 200,000 new records per year, which is uh, quite stable, uh, a stable number. Um, that we uh, ingest in the in the catalog um, um, with two uh, two hundred three hundred uh, transfer per year, and uh, finally every year uh, we uh, transfer to um, the open to the public version uh, approximately thirty to uh, forty thousand records. And we do it on the night from the end of December, first uh, of January. Uh, so this gives an idea um, on the kind of uh, activity uh, that has to be done on a triple store environment in order to uh, to make it available and and uh, uh, make it functionable for us. Uh, what we also see, though, currently uh, we receive. Uh, more than 90-95% of our archives are analog archives still, but uh, in uh, three years from now, um, all the dossier or all the uh, information we will receive will be uh, digital. Uh, so this means that when we will have uh, only digital archives and digital catalog entries or records, we will uh, have uh, information until the level of items. At the moment, we have uh, on only information until the level of, uh, of files. Um, and uh, so it will probably mean uh, a factor 10 of uh, entries in our catalog. Additionally, uh, or this means that um, if we convert that in triples, uh, we have to have a system that is able to deal with uh, 15, 50 million triples minimum 
to something like 1,5 billion triples. So it's quite a large range, but it's uh, based uh, information we gave to uh, our, um, to the institution who try to evaluate if this technology is is uh, accurate or not. Um, so what uh, this uh, um, research institution did was to uh, use um, technology we are using as a prototype version since uh, a few years, which is called Stardog, uh, with two different versions um, that were used, and uh, they implemented this Stardog triple store on two uh, environments. A very similar environment as the one we could have, so a virtual machine uh, with uh, 90 uh, gigabyte uh, data space for Stardock, 8 CPU and 2 terabyte disks, or uh, a larger one, and I will show you the reason why uh, afterwards, where we uh, had a very huge server environment uh, to test some features that were too slow on the, on the uh, firm, uh, first one. Um, we uh, tried to test the database size uh, from the 50 uh, megabytes uh, triples up to 10 billion triples. So we enlarge a little bit our scope. So even if we think uh, one dot uh, uh, five uh, billion would be uh, enough, we say, okay, let's go up to 10 billions. And um, we uh, try to did some different tests. So insertion tests of data um, uh, package uh, updates or so delete and insert and, and query also. So um, what we uh, had as an insert test is that uh, first we, on the first configuration, like the virtual machine, oh, sorry, on the virtual machine, we initiate by uh, inserting uh, 50 uh, megabytes uh, triples. That was a fake database, um, so it was not our real data which were stored here. It was a fake database, but with the same characteristics as the one we, we have in our normal database. And uh, this took approximately 20 minutes. And then we tried to add a package of 100 megabytes of triples. And uh, here we see that if we add 100 megabytes uh, to this uh, 50, we have approximately a duration of two hours on this virtual machine environment. We won't have to add 100 megabytes of triples uh, at a single, uh, in a single way, but it was really to test uh, technology. If we use this configuration too, we were able to, uh, to reduce this to 20 minutes. Um, that's why we, uh, for testing this uh, capability of uh, uh, reaching uh, 10 uh, uh, billions of triples, uh, we uh, continued the test with uh, configuration two, otherwise we would have uh, to spend so too much time. And what we see here is uh, duration for uh, loading uh, a 50, uh, 100 million triple in the system um, successfully, uh, suc uh, successively. 
from uh, uh, an amount of s uh, 7 billion triples to uh, the 10 billions. And what we see is that it's quite uh, stable. We have some peaks sometimes because we do some indexing, but we don't see a very, uh, very um, big degradation of the, of the quality of, uh, of, um, uh, of the system. So this is a way to say that um, with over test, it here just one that I show, but with over insertion test, uh, we think that we could we could uh, basically work with kind of this technology because we won't have uh, the situation to load uh, as one uh, uh, package hundreds of millions of triple. We think we have we will have some millions, one million maximum at a time, but not this kind of, uh, of volume. Um, another, another test we did was to uh, make some updates. So we updated um, 100K of triples, m 1 million or so 10 millions of triples. And here in both configuration, we, were, we had something quite stable. Um, and um, either on the configuration one, up to 15 seconds, which is not up, sorry, which is not so much here for uh, 10 million triples, uh, 15 minutes, sorry, um, uh, or half of the time for uh, this large system with a 5 billion triple uh, database already in, uh, in store. Uh, so again, here we think that uh, things was quite uh, okay with this uh, with this technology. Um, the last uh, test uh, sets was uh, related to query. So what will happen if we query the database? But if we just do some query, it's not so funny. So we decided to combine query and also insertion. So to uh, simulate an environment where people are inserting data and some other are um, acquiring the system to uh, select uh, data. Uh, so that was um, uh, the test um, set we, we implemented. We did it with many different uh, combination of insertion and, and uh, type of query. Um, I will uh, go here with just one uh, case because we um, were able to identify a, a, a problem at least uh, here. Um, so we combined uh, 15 queries per second uh, where we try to select il uh, 11 uh, variables within the, um, within the uh, entries. And in parallel, we do some insertion of, uh, of uh, 50K or uh, up to 3 million triple on the system. The average response time for the query was quite uh, fast, between 60 and uh, 100 milliseconds. And what we see here is that uh, at the time um, we do some insertion, we have some peaks, so a slowdown of the... Um, uh, of the uh, query uh, response time up to three seconds or three, uh, four seconds here, uh, which is quite 
acceptable in some cases because we are adding a lot of data in the system and um, it was uh, it was done in this way okay um, now we um, made another test on the second configuration because we experienced some problem and here what we did uh, differently is that we uh, activate the uh, full text indexing uh, capability so it means we can search within the title uh, with uh, a full text capability uh, and um, for the rest, it was the same kind of querying and the same kind of insertion. And here we see something, uh, we saw something quite strange with uh, very uh, high uh, response time up to uh, 20 seconds here. And that was done on the very powerful configuration. So it was really uh, a, big, uh, a big question mark here. And uh, uh, we we discussed that with uh, with a technology supplier, and in fact, it was uh, identified as a bug uh, related to the uh, full text indexing uh, algorithm that was used. We worked uh, very slowly uh, and did a lot of indexing uh, every time we sorry every time we do uh, we did some uh, additional of data in the system. So uh, that's something that must be uh, uh, corrected in this system and that's something if we decide to go further with this technology supplier and uh, this technology that we have to look at more carefully uh, if we decide to, uh, to use this technology. But basically um, all the tests we conducted at the technology level with, with, um, uh, with this technology that we used there are some others which may be more uh, powerful as as Tardec, but um, I think it was it was a good it's a good supplier. Um, we are convinced that it's a technology that we can use for the purpose we have to uh, manage uh, five to fifty million entries uh, in our database. Um, uh, our, our catalog. Um, so now uh, one, um, the second point that we tried to, to look at was uh, if this technology is adequate for, um, for the task we have to perform at an archives um, uh, level. One point that's uh, was clear um, as part of the weaknesses of our current archival information system. Um, it's based on a, on a standard uh, relational database and uh, one strong limitation that is known is that uh, a record can only be assigned to one position in an archives plan. Uh, so it's a tree structure and we can also say that these uh, record these items, this uh, file or this uh, series is related to just one, uh, one, uh, one element uh, in order to describe its provenience. Uh, 
that's a kind of tree structure we uh, usually see uh, in our system. It's based on a, a solution from a company called uh, Scope Archives. Um, a Swiss company that we are using quite uh, a lot in Switzerland in different archives institutions. Um, so that's a general problematic and we know that it would be much more interesting if we can uh, assign uh, an item or a record in the system to different provenience because it was made by different entities within an administration or it's related to two different person, etc. So this kind of uh, much powerful uh, relation is not possible. And that's a point where we uh, hope uh, a graph database is uh, of interest. Um, one uh, other weakness that we have is that we cannot connect to uh, entries from other archives. It's a relational database, it's our own uh, database, and we cannot collect uh, as any of this uh, 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 relational database to, uh, to any other, other um, archives database. So the silo uh, problems is uh, as usual here. And um, finally, we cannot uh, constrain the use of external vocabulary if we have one uh, that we would like to rely on. There is no way to, uh, to uh, use this external vocabulary within the system we have at the moment. So for these different weaknesses, um, again, we think linked data could solve uh, some of them. Um, in order to evaluate that a little bit more, we, we made a, a, a little bit of a survey. Um, in the library sector, there is a well-known BibFrame uh, BIB um, um, ontology, uh, which is used to uh, describe uh, bibliographic entries. Uh, it's not the same kind of uh, a problematic we have in an archive, but I think we can uh, take advantage of this. Uh, one interesting aspect was also the work done at Europeana with the Europeana data model which is quite of a complex uh, uh, data model, but it shows uh, something interesting that we can combine different structure from different uh, organization within a, a central uh, data model. And that's something uh, we, consider as, uh, we considered as interesting or was considered as interesting. Uh, one of the last activity was, uh, is the work done um, on recording context. There is this conceptual model that was uh, proposed and uh, uh, there is a work in progress to build a recording context ontology uh, in RDF. It's still, uh, it's still uh, as I said, work in progress, but uh, it's something which goes into this direction of uh, using linked data. Um, a more uh, a smaller initiative uh, in Switzerland, we have a um, uh, few institutions worked on um, uh, a data model called Matterhorn uh, data model, and now they have uh, Matterhorn RDF data model, which is under development. It was uh, also presented uh, last year uh, at uh, ECA. Uh, conference in uh, Mexico. Um, 
it's a smaller scaled um, uh, proposal, but I think it's something that will be uh, um, shorter in in um, in place than the um, recording context ontology. And related to that, I just mentioned uh, two projects which are related to linked data and also archives. Maybe you are aware of that. Prelida and Diacron uh, were a uh, finished uh, EU project who were looking at uh, linked data more in the direction of how to preserve linked data, how to bring linked data uh, datas as an archive uh, element to be archived and to be uh, preserved for a long period of time. Uh, but it's activities around linked data which are really connected to, uh, to um, uh, our archival um, work. So that was something that was also looked at and uh, evaluated a little bit. Uh, uh, within this study we conducted, and here just an example uh, a brief first slide regarding this uh, uh, Matron RDF data model, uh, which is a common work of the archives of uh, Canton du Valais and the company called DocuTeam, uh, a Swiss company. And the difference between the recording context ontology and this data model is here we don't uh, implement a new ontology. We rely uh, or this system rely on uh, existing ontologies and it's really uh, seen as a way to uh, structure uh, the data and to uh, bring yeah, uh, data structures for the uh, purpose of, um, of uh, an archival uh, catalog solution. Uh, so we have here um, this first draft and uh, that's something we will maybe investigate in the future to go into more detail about that and to build something for, uh, for our purpose. Um, different aspects of linked data that we considered are very interesting uh, in the context of an archival system. Uh, first of all, the same technology can be used either to uh, structure data or data element, but also um, uh, to structure metadata uh, uh, or to provide metadata information. Uh, and that's a very powerful aspect of linked data we uh, think has a, a strong value for, for us. Um, as I mentioned earlier with the European uh, situation, it can be used to bring together multiple data structures, data models. Uh, we don't know for sure now what will be the data structure we will have to bring into our archives in the future. Maybe we will have to, uh, to archive Twitter accounts uh, data, so it will be another data structure. We will have to, uh, to, to archive uh, emails that we don't do it in this way at the moment, uh, uh, as a normal emails at the moment. So if we decide to add this new data structure, we will have to make uh, a, a new uh, 
data model element uh, in the system. So um, this changing environments uh, is uh, important to look at and we need really to have a solution for um, uh, allowing to have these uh, multiple uh, data models. Um, and evolution for sure is a point that we, we need to uh, consider. We cannot think that we define the data structure now and it will be uh, valid for the 20 uh, next or 30 next years. Uh, as I said, there will be new data elements that we need to archive and we will have to, to, to cope with that. Uh, interesting point that we were able to check with the ALOD uh, prototype is that uh, if we have a data uh, system or based on a, a triple store with our catalog, uh, we know that we can export part of the catalog entries to publish this data on the web. It's not so uh, difficult and it gives uh, the public the possibility if they are a specialist with, uh, of, of RDF to, to query the data and uh, to build the new interfaces based on that. So we see a path from the catalog which is used centrally by our archi uh, archivist and the catalog which will be made available to the public. Um, we also think um, linked data can be used in a public environment on the web or in the intranet for, for the uh, archivist uh, of the institution and it's a way to, uh, to have a, um, a distinction between the, um, the closed version versus the public version. Um, one not last but uh, quite last uh, uh, slide. Um, one element that came out of this uh, business study was um, that we probably have to look carefully at two different uh, technology or solution. Uh, one is triple store, uh, RDF based uh, standard, standard um, technology and um, the graph databases. And here is a summary of the uh, distinction between these two uh, technologies um, that have some advantages uh, or maybe weaknesses. Uh, triple Storm is based on a very uh, open standard uh, environment, um, uh, open standard, uh, open standard, boom, <laughs> point. Um, at the opposite, graph database uh, with the property graph uh, mostly property solution. They have some advantages with these property graphs, but uh, it's really a property solution. Uh, with the triple store, we have the Sparkle uh, standard query language. On the other side, we have also query languages, but they are dedicated um, uh, solutions. Um, here you have what they say conversion to and from RDF uh, into this graph database and one point they mentioned as very strong is that they uh, rely on ACID uh, transaction uh, which is quite of a standard in database uh, environment. It's something we 
don't really have uh, for uh, as default in in triple store uh, if we rely on extension like shackle we can uh, have this kind of uh, initial part of this EIC ECID sorry uh, but not completely uh, reasoning capability is something which is mentioned as a strong point in, in Sparkle uh, and, and um, with RDF. People from the graph database, they say, oh, we also have reasoning capability, but it's something to check for sure. Uh, on the other side here, they mentioned that it's very efficient for graph traversal and the people from the triple store say we are efficient too. Uh, so it's like a, 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 a some kind of a competition uh, between these uh, these different technologies. But one uh, important point uh, is that the right management could be done really at the triple level with the property uh, aspect of the property graph. It means that each triple can be assigned right uh, for reading, for uh, writing, for changing. Uh, to a person, to a group of person. Uh, it could be of interest. I don't personally think it's needed to have this uh, kind of granularity, but it's one of, uh, uh, of the attributes or characteristic of this graph database. Here we can implement right management at entity level, so each entity can receive a right uh, um, attributes to say, here, this group has access to these or not uh, for reading, writing, and so. Um, okay, so I will close with um, the next steps we have in, uh, in our roadmap. Uh, the next, uh, the current things we are, we are working now on is to uh, start a discussion with experts on uh, a common approach for um, RGF data model uh, or graph data model, let's say, more generally, uh, in Switzerland um, under our um, um, lead. And uh, based on that, or in parallel, we will try to investigate some of the weaknesses we have with this uh, uh, triple store uh, versus uh, graph database on the ACID and write management. And finally, the last step for uh, beginning of next year will be to uh, finalize our call for tender with um, clear mention if uh, to uh, select or to use this technology graph database or more likely uh, a RDF uh, uh, solution for uh, being able to purchase uh, in 19, uh, in 2019, a new, a new solution. Thank you for your attention. This podcast is copyright to the National Archives, all rights reserved. It is available for reuse under the terms of the Open Government Licence.